Hey there, Allison here, career coach and your host of Home Run Interviews. This is where every episode we break down tricky topics, how to build your brand, and discuss the ins and outs of hiring, all so that you can knock your next job search out of the park. And today, we're going to be talking about your skills, and not only the skills that you have, but how you can strategically position yourself uh, to sell those skills to a future employer. So, selling yourself strategically. There's a couple of rules that I want you to follow to see quite a bit of success. This is Home Run Interviews. Okay, so today we are talking about strategically selling your skills. And there's a couple of rules when we think about what our skills are supposed to be doing and how they work for us when we're actively looking for a job. So the first rule is that when you're talking about your skills, not only do you want to tell people what those skills are, but you also want to show them what those skills are. So what I mean by this is that in a resume setting, a lot of times we actually have a skill section right at the top, right? Right underneath our names, maybe a professional summary. Then there's going to be skills. And it's going to be a blend of what we call hard skills or your technical skills and your soft skills or your communication skills. And the difference between those skills, um, for anybody who doesn't know, is that your hard skills are things that you learn in a more controlled environment. So things you learn on the job, in the classroom, things along those lines. And then on your soft skill side, these are things that are a little bit more conceptual. So I mentioned communication skills already, but this is things like leadership, customer service, you know, all that amorphous touchy feely stuff. So we have those things up at the top. And while it's good that we identify what skills we have, and it's really nice for applicant tracking systems on our resume to be able to just check off those keywords, when a person's looking at that, it's one thing to say that you're good at something. It's another thing to actually show that you're good at something. I could say that I'm good at skateboarding, but you put me on a skateboard and I'm going to fall right off, right? It's a difference between saying and doing. And so we need to actually articulate this in our resume and in our interview skills as well. So the telling part becomes very, very important. And I'm probably not telling you anything that you don't already know. But there's a couple of things that people get wrong when they start thinking about how to go about showing their experience. And the first part is that when they're showing their experience, they go through and they try to encapsulate all of their experience, even if it's not necessarily relevant to the position. So, you know, sometimes I like to consider this uh, the difference between a sniper rifle resume and a shotgun resume. Most people start with the shotgun resume. You know, it's kind of all over the place. It does the job, but not very well. Um, So we have a lot of information out there and it leads a lot to the interpretation of the reader. So you can talk about a whole myriad of different skills that you have, a myriad of experiences, but they're not exactly relevant to the position or the person on the other side of things is going to have to interpret what you're trying to say to see if it's gonna fit the role that you're applying to. That's not terribly helpful. When we're talking about strategically selling those experiences then, we are actually cherry picking our experiences, not necessarily talking about ourselves as a generalist, but talking about ourselves as a specialist. 
So even if you know how to do 90 different things, you're only gonna talk about one or two because on the job description, they're only talking about one or two. Even if that job, and you know that that job is going to have a lot of generalized stuff, that's not what they're advertising for. That what they're talking about is specifically what they want, and so you need to actually specifically match what they're saying. Um, so what this looks like in our experience then, uh, let's use communication skills as an example. Uh, if you're saying that you're good at communication, then you need to actually talk about cross-functional communication in a way that's gonna resonate with your audience. So uh, as, as a marketer, I work in conjunction with leadership, with sales, um, with product, with customer service, to make sure that I'm getting a holistic customer journey and that all of the content that I'm generating is doing something progressive to support the other companies. The way I do that is that I communicate well with cross-functional teams in order to impact the customer experience. So see how I'm being very specific there? I could talk about being a communicator on the phone. I could be a communicator through uh, written communication, content production, things along those lines. But if this job is specifically saying you need to have strong cross-departmental communication, then that's what I need to reflect in my experience. Um, so that's the difference between showing and telling, and we have to get pretty granular. So the next thing is understanding how to speak their language. And by there, I mean the employer. So the easiest thing to do is to go to the job description. But before you go to the job description, it might behoove you if you haven't yet to actually look at a series of job descriptions and also just related companies within the same kind of uh, competitive bracket. So wherever you're looking to apply, also look up their competitors and see how they talk about their products. See how they talk about their industry. See how they're trying to communicate to their customers. This is all going to inform the language that they use so that you can actually reflect that back to them. Again, it's about closing the opportunities um, for interpretation from an employer, uh, from a hiring manager, from an HR person. We need to be able to speak specifically to what they're wanting and how they talk to their customers and how they talk internally um, so that we don't completely miss the boat by using language that we've learned from our past jobs and trying to apply it here. We want to be direct as possible. Sometimes when you're working on that communication, you have to take a step back and dilute your experiences to fit their understanding specifically. So I'll use my marketing example from before. I mentioned working cross-departmentally with a bunch of different things um, to uh, have a really good candidate experience. Cool, that sounds pretty general. Now let's say that there's some other specific language in that where as a, as a marketer, you're actually really, really concerned about Oh gosh, we'll go ahead and say a specific campaign name. And even that, maybe some of you are raising an eyebrow saying, what is a campaign, right? As a marketer, what is that? Um, <coughs> well, a campaign is a strategy that you use in order to get customers or prospective customers to do something. And it usually has a couple of different approaches related to it. But if we have to explain it, then it's not what we need to write in the resume. Um, so a good rule of thumb 
is to have somebody who is outside of your field read through your resume to get the nuances right, um, especially if you're moving from industry to industry uh, or you're changing the job role from one role to another. So it's not a linear transition, but there's a little bit of a little bit of disconnect between the two jobs or your job search. We want somebody who's not necessarily related to the job that you're currently doing or you have done to actually review that to make sure that it makes sense to them. So this is a long-winded way of saying, dumb it down. So the next part of this is, I've mentioned it a couple of times, not leaving things open to assumption or interpretation. So a good way to kind of encapsulate this is to finish what you're writing uh, with your resume, uh, specifically your experiences. Your resume experiences to go ahead and write it in a what, why, how format or what, why, result format. So if you say something like, as an accountant, I did end of month reporting. Great. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. But there's other reasons of why we do it. So if I'm somebody who's hiring for an accountant manager or for an accountant position, and I don't necessarily know what month end of reporting entails or why it's important to the company, then I'm going to have a hard time understanding whether or not that's relevant for the role. Right? So then you can say, as an accountant, I finished all month in reporting to make sure that the company's finances were on track according to budget um, and all of our money matched up. Right? So then we're talking about the what of what you did and then the why you did it. So what I did, end of month reporting, why I did it is so that all of my company's finances are on track and accounted for. And then at the end, we can talk about results, right? So my accuracy was 100% every month. Or if you don't have any results like that to say, then you can talk about how you did it, right? By being sure to collect all of the necessary information, <laughs> by collecting all the necessary information, um, by, <coughs> excuse me, by uh, closing any loopholes, by getting reports in on time, um, by, you know, making sure everything was approved and checked off by the CFO within a certain time period after the close of the month, right? So then we're being very, very specific on how we go about doing that job. So I did the job. Here's why it's important. Here's specifically what I did or specifically mm -hmm. what I achieved. That's how we start really talking about and creating a compelling story that still is incorporating keywords and is not open to interpretation at all. So the last thing that we want to think about when we're selling our skills strategically is to think about ourselves when we're in the room for an interview or on the phone for an interview or when somebody's actually reading your resume um, and hopefully a cover letter along with it, which is what makes you competitive and different from all the other applicants within the candidate pool, right? So especially if we're going for generalized things, accountants, sales, marketing, uh, scientists, <laughs> whatever, uh, there you have unique experiences and that's fine. But the other part about selling your skills is talking about yourself as a professional, as a person. What makes you tick and why should I hire you above anybody else? And a lot of people tend to glance over this um, due to some archaic uh, ideas of professionalism that doesn't quite work really well for you know the modern era. So what we want to do from the get-go 
is show that we're a person um, as somebody's reading on the resume or things along those lines. So you can talk about how motivated you are for the role. You can talk about why you love working at startups versus established companies. Uh, you can talk about your robust experience in working in uh, the construction industry. You know, you can talk about a lot of different things that make you really compelling above everybody else. And then when you do get called for the interview, you wanna continue on that story trend. So this is another reason um, of why I say that you have to at least tweak your resume for every job application is because your story or your strongest argument for why somebody should hire you probably isn't going to be the same from company application to company application because your reasons for why you're applying is different. And that's the part that you want to communicate and you want to be very, very clear on. I want to work for you company because I think I can do this. but. I think I can work for you, company B, because I think I can do that. Um, and being able to strategically fit that mold of not what they're looking for, but what your best argument is for the job is really going to go ahead and highlight you above other candidates who just go ahead and say, hey, here's a list of the things that I think I can do. You should hire me. Um, it makes all the difference just in the nuances of how you write and how you talk about yourself. So that's it for today. Um, hopefully this gives you some ideas of how to go about selling your skills strategically. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free uh, to send me an email, coach at affordablecareerconsulting.com. I'm happy to answer those. Good luck out there.